Hey, hi. Hello. It's Montana and Samantha. Samantha. <laughs> and this is bonus Reaver Tales. Happy Halloween. Spooky month. Let's go. Spooky season. Yeah. And today we're going to tell you about some spooky roads. But why not? Samantha, what are we drinking? We are drinking dark and spooky. In this, you're going to have black decorating sugar, if you have any, um, juice of one lime plus a lime wedge, a fourth a cup of dark rum. That's right, fourth a cup, but mm -hmm. spooky season. Let's get crunk, apparently. Apparently. A fourth a cup of ginger beer or all-natural ginger ale and one black gummy spider. You're going to spread out the black sugar on a small plate. That's so that you can rim the glass. Um, you're going to rim it with the lime wedge and then dip the glass in the dark sugar. That's obviously all for decoration, so you don't have to do that. I didn't. Um, then you're going to combine the rum, lime juice, in a cocktail shaker. Fill with ice. Shake well. Carefully strain into a glass. And then you're going to top the drink with the ginger beer and add the gummy spider. And it's kind of cute and creepy. Yeah. Looking. The I spider mean definitely adds an element to it. It tastes really good. Like mm -hmm. I, uh, I normally don't taste test it till we're recording, but since my lovely husband wanted one, um, I had to try it first, make sure he yeah, wasn't gonna like I, bark. I had it earlier, and I, <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I added a little bit of extra ginger beer to mine. Um, I did too. It was a, it was a little strong. For as sure, the recipe recommended. <laughs> I probably doubled the ginger beer personally, so yeah. you know, obviously to taste, but um, quite tasty. Uh -huh. uh, I did the so, same. Um, cheers! Cheers! To spooky roads. You've wanted to do this for a while. Yeah. What last year? Yeah. Um, last a full year ago because we talked about doing this for Halloween last year. Yeah, we just didn't get to it. I forget all the ones we did last year. Um. It was a year ago. That's a long time. Well, and we were doing it right in the middle of us moving. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so oh, my stupid gosh. that I would do something like that. You know what we should do during the busiest month of my life? Bonus we episode. We should do more work. God, <laughs> I'm insufferable. Anyway, so I'm going to kick this off, and I'm going to tell you about uh, Gravity Hill. Um, yeah, I know. Interesting name. Yeah. Uh, I thought I had already covered this one because it seemed really familiar, but uh, I haven't. And it sounds really familiar because when I was looking into it, apparently like a lot of other states have a gravity hill um, in them, just like Crybaby Bridge, you know, they have their own. So that's probably why it sounds familiar. But if I've already covered this, oops. I don't remember hearing about it, so let's go. Yeah, I don't either. Um, so in Richfield, North Carolina, there's a stretch of road named Gravity Hill, where the laws of gravity are just a theory. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Apparently, if you put your car in neutral on Gravity Hill, it will roll uphill. There are a couple of legends surrounding this bizarre occurrence. 
like the first thing that would come to mind for me would be aliens or like in a optical illusion but uh no it's ghosts okay Uh, you know why not (laughs) of course (laughs) but it's the logical conclusion obviously would you say um gravity hill all i can think of is gravity falls which is a whole nother thing but what is gravity weird and paranormal stuff happens it's the cartoon that we oh. watched with Sophia not too long ago. It's actually really cute. I think you'd like it. Hmm. Um, it's a short. It's I think it only had two seasons. Um, hmm. And it, it ended. Like I, I don't think they're ever going to add on to it. But it oddly enough, it was a lot of paranormal stuff. So when you said Gravity Gravity Hill, I was like, hmm, wonder if it'll be anything like it. Uh, maybe not. Uh, I think I've actually seen what you're talking about. Like not the show itself, but I've seen it on like top shows to watch, blah, blah, blah. You know, so. Uh, I think it's on my list to check out whenever I can sit still. Yeah, it's a cute uh, show. Like it's an anthology, of- isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You can just watch whatever episode out of order. I mean, there there are pieces in. Um, I mean, it is, but it's not because it's a story. It's storylines, but technically, you could probably watch them out of order, and you wouldn't really miss much. But it's it's a kids show, so attention span is not necessary oh good <laughs> right side. that's what i love no i love a good anthology like that's my top tier kind of show uh, shut up all right so uh one account states that at the conclusion of the american civil war soldiers were returning home from their native north carolina when they discovered a wagon which appeared to be full of crates filled with food and supplies Malnourished and hungry, the Confederates pulled the wagon south. Upon arriving at a place unmistakably considered, quote, safe from the war zone, the soldiers stopped to peek into the storage crates. However, before they opened the crates, they were surprised by a band of Union carpetbaggers. Is carpetbagger a derogatory term? So... I mean, kind of, but really that was like the people that would sell stuff, um, to people, to, to people, they would like travel town to town and so, and they had bags that were made out of carpet and they would sell stuff from the bags. So a lot of those people actually preyed on poor people, um, mm-hmm. by selling things that didn't actually do what they said it would do. Um, so it was like traveling salesmen almost, but I don't know how much of it like derogatory term it is as much as i mean i guess it is but it's like a negative connotation it's it's definitely negative connotation but in all fairness they literally were cheating people a lot of the time yeah it it, it wasn't something like it wasn't intentional most of the time (laughs) well i mean uh i saw it it was on like this historical like snake oil salesman that type Uh, of thing yeah okay yeah it was on a historical website, and I was like, "Well, they they say it, but that they were actually always... called carpetbaggers." Yeah, like that, that was the actual term for them. Okay, well, I'm just gonna say it, and if it's, I'm sorry in advance if it is actually really derogatory or a slur or something like that. So apologies. Uh, but when I was saying it, I was like, "This seems icky for some reason," but you know, it should because <laughs> they were icky salespeople normally <laughs> taking advantage of poor people. Uh, so these. Um, uh, bah, 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 bah. these Confederate soldiers um, were surprised by a band of Union carpet baggers on horseback. 
And all of them were massacred and killed. I don't know why I put that in there. If they're massacred, they're probably dead. But okay, Montana. Not typically survive that, but okay. No, not typically. Um, thinking the wagon was full of gold, the carpetbaggers began opening the crates, only to see that they were full of linen cloth. So, it is rumored... Like the Confederates really had was money. Right. The Confederate Literally, that's why they lost. They ran out of money. That, I mean, that was a big piece of the puzzle. They... They lost all their money, but okay. Sure. Yeah. No, well, I mean, yeah. Gold, Samantha, gold. People are so disillusioned, like delusional back then. Disillusioned. That's us today. No, that's Uh, us. Uh, So delusional back then. Like everything had to be gold or like, you know, get rich quick scheme. It it was all like that back in the day. Um, Gold will solve all your problems. Yeah, totally. Um, will it cure my depression? Maybe for a little bit. No. No. So it is rumored that the slain Confederate soldiers returned to pull their prize wagon up the hill and to safety from the carpetbaggers. And that's why your car rolls uphill. Now, I don't really like that version of the story. Um, cause I feel like if a, confederate soldier saw a vehicle they wouldn't know that they'd have to push it up a hill it doesn't look like a wagon um you know just i mean it is on wheels but uh not a wagon another version they're ghosts but they've been paying attention they know that these things how these things work maybe Mm, maybe another version of the story is that one night on Richfield Road, a mother and her child were driving. <laughs> when I first read that, I was like, why would they both be driving? I was like, oh, th- you're dumb. You're I thought the same thing. So <laughs> uh, the baby so, was in her lap, right. controlling the steering wheel. That's not safe. Don't do that. Suddenly, the woman's car stalled out. She jumped out of the car and began to push the car up the hill to safety. Also, why wouldn't she just push it off the like off the road? Because I've kind of, I've looked at this, this road. lady's pushing a car uphill on her own. Right. With a child yeah. inside in the middle of the night. But uh, I don't really feel like that's safe to begin with. But okay. Um, I don't know. Once at the top uh, of the hill, uh, a truck came barreling towards her and didn't have time to brake. The truck struck the woman, car, and child and killed all of them instantly. The legend says that the woman and child never left that stretch of road. And if you put baby powder on the trunk of your car and test the car going up the hill, when you get out, you'll see handprints in the baby powder. Nope. Mm -mm. There's videos of this. People like putting baby powder on their car, putting it at the bottom of the hill, and then you can see the car moving up the hill. And when you get out, there's handprints in the baby powder. Um, but I do want to point out that if you go outside right now and you put baby powder on your car, handprints are going to show up because of the oils that your hand leaves behind on the trunk. Yeah, but is it going to be baby handprints or regular handprints? It's right. I think we're getting confused because we're saying baby powder, but it's not like a baby is not going to push your car. I hope a baby. Well, that's why I was confused. You know what? If a baby can push your car up a hill, uh, I think that's scarier. That's why I've been freaked out this whole time. 
No, it's supposed to be the woman's ghost pushing your car ah, up the hill. Oh, okay. <laughs> the okay, safety. Okay. All right, now we're on the same page. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> what, Samantha? The third episode we recorded today. <laughs> I, I know. We have one more to go. There's also a lot of graffiti on the road. A bunch of people just, like, to graffiti it. I don't know. There's, like, a start line, so they, like, graffiti to start line so you can see it or whatever. It's pretty interesting. I think the most interesting part for me is that you can leave a review on Google for the road. Um, just that portion of the road, you can leave a review. Okay. So, you know what that means, right? We get to read reviews. That's right. All right. So, Caitlin Gore gave it zero stars. Um, actually, it was a one star, but in her review, she specifically says zero. So, quote, okay. if there was a zero stars, that's what I would have chosen. We cranked the thing up real quick and put that bad boy in sports mode. I almost sharted my pants and literally ran. No sprinted up my driveway when I got home. No me gusta. And then the praising hands. The... Okay. Yeah, I shart my pants. <laughs> I love that. Caitlin, give me a call. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Kevin. We all love a Kevin. Kevin left three stars on it. And he he's just a real comedian, our Kevin. Quote, Cute place to check out if you're within 30 minutes. Just be careful about traffic or you'll end up like that lady pushing your car. Winky face. Wow. Okay. Uh, dude, rude. Like, <laughs> it's a fucking tragedy. If it's, ghost. if it's real, what the fuck is wrong with you? I bet he's good with the ladies. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> My goodness. Whitney. Whitney left a three-star review, which I find to be extremely rude. Because, quote, I was going to try it, but I got too scared. And then it's just the two hands, like, doing this. Why would you give a three star? That's on you. Right. That's when not pe- on the road. Right. It's, I, I never. give the ghost a chance. Yeah. You can't review something you haven't tried either. That's stupid. Come you on, can, Whitney. And people do. Come on, Whitney. Unfortunately. <sighs> Whitney. My goodness. And lastly, Nathan left a five-star review simply saying, quote, awesome people. <laughs> Sir, it's a road, not a grocery store. <laughs> are there are these people in the room with you right now? What people did he meet? <laughs> what are you talking them? about? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Gravity Hill. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh Okay, yours is a little bit more lighthearted than mine's going to be, so buckle up. Great, my next short is going to be awful. Oh, lovely. Awesome. So we're going to talk about today in uh, Alabama is Jack Cole Road. And this is a road I actually drove down, and it is super creepy. Um, But let's uh, go ahead and get started. And like you said, this is something we talked about like early on in the podcast, actually, when we were talking about creepy things that we wanted to cover, and we had discuss doing like short episodes for Halloween we just kind of we had other episodes that we ended up covering so we didn't get around to it but all right so Alabama has plenty of scary places and I had the luck to stumble on this one which was in my own backyard or at least one that was close to me at one time because this has been uh two places that I lived at 
prior to my current living uh, accommodations. So let me tell you, it is definitely creepy during the day, let alone at night. There's very little room on either side of the road to maneuver. There's basically just room for like a car, two car, like two cars to pass by each other. Essentially, there's like a couple of places where you can turn around. My husband actually drove down this road with the kids, but it's also a private drive, at least part of it. So definitely don't trespass after I go over all of this stuff, please. Yeah, um, don't do it. Don't do that. That's just, that's not cool. Um, there's thick woods on either side of the road. So at night it can feel really, um, oppressive, uh, if, if nothing else. And if there are openings, a lot of the time it's like gated off to prevent trespassing. Um, but even before I knew that there was a history on this road, I knew it just felt really creepy and haunted anytime we took it. So, uh, or anytime I went by it. So we basically avoided it whenever possible. But now that I know the history, I can kind of understand why Wait, ha have you taken me down this road no okay so jack hole road is located off of highway road seven in blunt county you'd never know it was there unless you're a local there and there has even been a sinkhole further down the road barely cutting off county road seven from highway 31 so a sinkhole opened up like right at the opening of jack cole road so it doesn't it doesn't cut off Jack Cole Road from 31. It cuts off from the uh, the rest of basically Hayden, which is roughly where it is. Um, so it can still access 31, but you can't go the other direction. Oh, that's terrifying. Um, so And it's like right at the road, too. I just... Just makes it even more creepy. <laughs> forget ghosts. Forget, you know, hauntings, um, sinkholes. And, and they have... Which Paul looked at it last night and he said, it looks like they might have fixed it. But we went down back down that down uh, County Road 7 maybe two years ago. It might have been less than that. And they hadn't fixed it at that point. So they may have fixed it by now, but it stayed that way for at least two years, maybe three. Ugh. So in 1890, Blunt County had built a hospital along Jack Cole Road. Cole Road and in 1900, a cholera outbreak plagued the area, causing many deaths, 60 of which are believed to have all happened at that hospital. Don't Rumors you mean Blount? Blount. <laughs> Rumors spread ever since that, that the road is haunted by the 68 victims that died there and never made it home or were able to say goodbye to their loved ones. And notice I said 60 were believed to have died during the cholera outbreak. So there's eight others to account for. Um, okay. Uh cholera what was that again oh uh, it's a really gross illness but if you want to look it up real quick it oh it's like the it's like the poo one yeah i think so with the dysentery basically yeah yeah yeah, yeah where they uh that one place in uh, england where they kept drinking water from a well where they were dumping poos yeah, in it so. yeah okay yeah i got it all right i thought that's what um, it was so, so here's one weird part. There's no hospital on that road, nor what? anywhere near it. There are no ruins or vacant buildings that could have been the supposed hospital either. So the question is, how did these rumors ever start? It seems like such a random and fantastical story to make up and easily enough to debunk. So why is it still being talked about? Though I will say I did find an article about Jack Cole Place 
which was a villa built around 1880 by the Maddox family that burned to the ground around 1930, leaving just a small cottage that they lived in after. Which is interesting because it wouldn't be that far of a stretch to think that the house, the villa, could have been used as a hospital for such a time as that seemed to be, you know, that seemed to be something that people would do often when you had an outright break. If you had a very large domain that you could put people in, they would change it into a, quote, hospital for the time being. And it burned down and there's no evidence of the home. Is this like uh, a villa? It when you said that, it reminded me of the cornflakes people who made a hospital and they created cereal so you'd stop masturbating. <laughs> that I'm not, I'm not uh, word vomiting. Like that actually yeah, happened. I know what you're talking about, but General they, Mills or something. I yeah, know. I think it. Well, um, yeah, it was originally. Was it Kellogg's? It was, it, it was Kellogg's. It was, it was Kellogg's brothers. brothers. Yeah. But they did it so um, you'd, you'd eat cereal and yeah, not Yeah, so, yeah, and they did that. But there's no evidence of that being the case. But I just found this outlying article where the Historical Society visited this Jack Cole place. And it happened that there was a villa that was built around that time. And it burned down around 1930 with no evidence left of it except for this small cottage that they lived in for the rest of their lives. I'm telling you, it was the Kellogg brothers. So they burned this they, place down. It wasn't It wasn't the Kellogg brothers. Because they but didn't. They I do didn't. feel like this is possibly what happened. I, but the other articles that I found that talked about this road just mentioned, well, there was no, never any hospital and we couldn't find anything about it. So maybe I solved the riddle. In any yeah, case. I think you did. I didn't see anybody else reporting that information and tying it to this, but it would make a lot of sense. And it wouldn't be that far-fetched. On top of that, there's another reason, another possible reason for the road to be haunted. According to rumors, later that year, hunters came across a log cabin in the woods and being of the curious sort, of course, walked in to investigate. Of course. Only to find the mummified remains of a woman. What? And of course, the locals all believed her to be a witch because what woman would live by herself in the woods unless she was a witch. And of course, because she was obviously a witch, she was the cause of all of the hauntings and encounters on the road that made it feel so haunted. And further, now that they knew she was dead, her spirit must also be haunting the road. Look, the the leaps and bounds that men will go to to blame women for anything right it's incredible <laughs> you know what we're not we're not getting sick from drinking shitty water it's mm-hmm. gotta be it's gotta be some kind of woman who's obviously a witch obviously. like duh. She, put duh. A, she put a spell on us no sir you're drinking water that has turds <laughs> floating in it please stop <laughs> germ theory wasn't a thing at the time no, it wasn't, but witchcraft was. <laughs> Obviously. So, okay. <laughs> this all sounds like rumors and lore we've heard before. Reports of seeing lights in the woods, coming alive and darting here and there through the trees and the brush. Some have claimed to see ghostly figures moving among the woods. There have even been reports of a Bigfoot, or at least a, quote, Bigfoot-like creature, end quote, that is half man, half wolf. Uh, that's a werewolf, but okay. Yeah. Those that have seen the creature claim it seemed to be hunting them, lurking around in the dark and waiting on new prey. 
maybe it was just men living off the grid and they were just really hairy. I don't know. Yeah. How would I know? I've never so seen So rude. And also, get your cryptids straight. Right? <sighs> Bigfoot does not look like a wolf. No, he doesn't. Or wolf or otherwise. And he deserves right. all the honor and, like, just, my goodness. People are so annoying. <sighs> we do the best we can. In the 1960s, unbeknownst to the residents, a murderer was on the road and killed a local fruit grower with an axe. The person was killed in the most brutal manner. And the perpetrator was never caught and may still be on the loose as far as we know. Maybe even living on the road to this day. As far as it's known, the authorities never had any suspects on this case at the time either. Well, that's a bunch of rotten tomatoes. Yeah. (laughs) In 2003, the town of Hayden unfortunately had another terrible incident on this road when a famous civil rights photographer, quote, met a mysterious end. end Oh, my God. While on the road working on a project, he claimed to have seen strange strange things in his home and in the nearby woods. Later, he was found dead on the road. Some reports say it was in his home, and other reports said that they found himself found that he had hung himself in the woods. Um, so there were varying reports, but in any case, I guess he lived on the road at the time. No additional information was provided with regards to the manner of death or possible cause. And no newspapers identified the actual name of the man. Just that he was a famous civil rights photographer. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's that. In 2015, a 52-year-old woman named Lisa Weaver disappeared from her home. In a bizarre turn of events, shortly after her disappearance, her home burned to the ground. Later, when the remnants of the house were inspected, the charred remains of three family dogs were found, but no human remains were located, and Lisa has never been located either. What do you think happened? According to her family, Lisa was disabled and wouldn't have left her home on her own. She suffered from chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, which is COPD, and needed oxygen. Some people thought maybe one of her tanks had exploded and killed her and burned down the home. But as the remains of the dogs were found, which means the fire didn't destroy those remains and hers were not found that doesn't make much sense either there's also not been a mention of evidence that an explosion was identified or could have been caused the cause of the fire Hmm. according to stories her son had sent her a text message letting her know he was on his way home and she had responded and it was just moments before the fire was believed to have started on the home the family and local news station implored anyone who knew anything to help them find lisa but no one came forward with any information and she was never found she was that witch (laughs) <laughs> no this was like a hundred years later um so yeah fair so what's going on with this road <laughs> now due to the sinkhole it's rarely traveled and those that risk it can say that they still see creepy haunting things there are not many who live off that road either which i can't really say i'm surprised by i mean there's a, not a lot of access on the road and it's not had the best history i mean if I'll you're gonna burn up in a fire yeah, no thanks. I don't want to live on that road. Those houses are probably at, at rock bottom prices if you guys want to jump on that, by the way. Yeah. Of the reported 68 that lost their lives on the road, the reports I found only identified 64. So I have no idea about the other four. Also making the rumors and reports even weirder because 68 is such a random number and where did it even come from? Yeah, I will say I located a murder case of Layla Martin that a Mr. Jack Cole testified who lived in Blunt Springs 
that he found her on his property located in Blunt Springs, but I'm not sure if it happened on this road specifically, although it seems like he lived on this road since it was presumably named after him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was worth mentioning. I, I think that might be one more, but it wasn't specified. So um, we've got three more to account for. Yeah, and there wasn't much information about that case. I actually just accidentally stumbled upon it. Basically, Jack said he heard three shots. And when he came out on his property to see what had happened, he found the body of a young girl with three gunshot wounds to the head. And somebody else came and and saw the person. And so they called the authorities. And and there was, I found all this on a court case uh, testimony document. And so there was a court case where they did find a man guilty of the murder of Layla, but later on his charges were dismissed after an appeal because there weren't, there wasn't sufficient evidence in the case to actually say that he was the one that committed it, even though he was found guilty. Mm -hmm. So they ended up repealing the charges and he was let go. And as far as I could tell, there was never another case done on her murder so that one's technically I guess still unsolved Um, but that was back in 19 like 79 I think so and and it was kind of crazy that it was just literally in my backyard and I didn't know anything about it so at the very least if that's one more then that's three that are just completely unaccounted for and I couldn't find any information about the other three so somewhere there's three more that happen that people know about but aren't talking about I I mean it, it could be anything hitchhiker um, yeah bigfoot attack uh a witch. water a witch who knows uh, there's a lot going on on this road um i mean kudos to them but uh that road could be an anthology all, all its own the uh, sinkhole is a dead giveaway that we maybe just should stay away from it uh yeah maybe it's a gate to hell who knows well i mean the entire south is going to fall into a sinkhole at some point Probably. At least the state of Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Florida is pretty bad, too. So. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. And so I do have a firsthand account uh, that has to do with Jack Cole Road that came in from a very longtime friend. Thank you, Kara. And I got permission to share it. So I'm going to share it verbatim with what she had sent me. She said, it's a long one, but as short as I can make it. Um, and by the way, this uh, Kara was like best friends with my brother in high school. So uh, she's a little older than me. So this was a little while, little while ago. Um, we're talking maybe 30, 40 years at this point. It would be 30 years probably. Um, it, she said, your brother and I went to pick up my friend Darcy without my mom knowing it. Getting her was fine, but coming home was a different matter. We were going up County Road 7. That place that's really uneven now was a million times worse then. I would always slow down and move to the other lane to minimize the jolt you'd feel on the impact. Except this time, there was a car coming down the hill, and I I not only couldn't get over, but I couldn't slow down as much as I needed to. We hit the bump really hard and started hearing a thump of a flat tire right after. We pulled on to what I thought was an access road, and uh, my brother was going to change the tire, so we'd be home before my mom got there. Except this flat, the spare was also flat. So we had to use a small boulder of a cell phone because that's all they had at the time to call my mom. And she was livid. She came and met us, but instead of bringing the air pump that hooked into the cigarette lighter, 
she told my brother to get out of the car because they were going to Logan's, which is a local gas station. I don't remember if I mentioned it in the episode. I don't either. So she left me and and Darcy on the side of the road in the dark with no way to escape. Uh, Mom, what? This was a different time. Let me just tell you. Okay. We weren't scared since I'd grown up in the woods, but after about 20 minutes of sitting with the radio on and the windows down, I started hearing something in the woods. I kept turning the radio lower and lower to see if I was imagining the sound or not. Kara, no. You turn the radio up. It wasn't an animal. It sounded like people. And by this time, Darcy asked if I could hear whispers. I could, but I wasn't about to tell her that. We rolled up the windows and locked the doors, but we couldn't go anywhere because the car was still on a jack with no tire. About 10 minutes later, mom and my brother arrived. Mom asked why it was so quiet. I mean, the noises had completely stopped. No crickets, no frogs, no leaves rustling. It was just eerily still. Ghosts. (laughs) That's why. We went home and mom went on a business trip the next day. Darcy was staying with me, staying the week at the house with me. We slept in mom's bed because it was bigger and under a window, which is how you die in horror movies. I woke up to my dog growling, my blind dog that I didn't even know knew how to growl. It was 3 a.m. Witching hour. Mm Mm-hmm. I heard something walking around outside and assumed it was a raccoon, maybe a bobcat or coyote. Welcome to living in the sticks. (laughs) Until I heard our metal trash can being drug across our concrete porch. To be fair, that could still be a raccoon. That's true. Well, it wouldn't drag the trash can. It might knock it over, but it's not going to drag it. I mean. Not typically. I woke Darcy after I laid my arm across her chest just in case she tried to sit up. I motioned for her to be quiet, to roll out of the bed and onto the floor. We went to the hallway and just sat huddled and listening. I had told her our our plan in case whatever was out there decided to come in. (laughs) So she's planning all this out. So we woke up sore and still uh, in the hallway the next morning around five. Went outside and the trash can had been opened. Mom had a bungee cord on top of it to keep it shut because of raccoons. So it was, the bungee cord was gone, trash was open. The trash was all over the yard in neat piles. The trash bags had been untied, not ripped open. I called the cops. They did come out two hours later and said somebody had probably just played a trick on us. But you knew my mom. Yeah, I did. Um, Nobody was dumb enough to play fuck around and find out with her. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. I and Darcy did to... did too the last time I spoke with her, maintain that something followed us over from that damn road. It was the weirdest thing, and I've never had anything that weird happen at the house since. At least that's as okay, so that's the short as short as I can make the tale. And your brother probably doesn't even remember it. <laughs> Which is probably true. Probably. <laughs> <No brother. laughs> oh goodness. So uh, um I'm really glad nothing followed my husband home when he went down the road with our, with uh, his kids uh, the one time, but that's a, that's our firsthand account, which by the way, good storytelling, Kara, you did an awesome job with that. And that was creepy. A lot better than I can do. You want to write for the show? (laughs) I mean, do you? We'll talk later. (laughs) And also, I'm not sure that your husband came home with nothing. Um, Joke's on you. When he left, he had no kids with him. (laughs) 
That's true. That could be. Who knows? Maybe it's not really Sophia at all. Oh, goodness. No, thank you. Thank you for uh, writing that in and allowing us to talk about it um, two weeks after we recorded the original episode. And now I'm going to splice it in. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah. For those Very who so. For those of you who are listening, um, you're going to have a pina gulata on an episode that comes up in like three weeks. <laughs> and it's tasty. Two, it's too, yeah, it's very it's tasty. tasty. Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. yeah. Two weeks, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to splice this in. So let's back to whatever the episode was talking about after this. Um, <laughs> in the past future. Okay, bye. So, uh, yeah, that's Jack Cole Road. Um, Anybody knows anything else about well, it or the other three that I didn't mention that maybe you know more information about, please, by all means, tell us. And the dogs have decided to join in the podcast all of a sudden at the end of it. But That's okay. You probably heard my husband in the background. He is yelling over a video game, so I keep texting him. Be quiet. Stop, stop yelling. Why are you doing that? He is across the house. And somehow you can still hear him. I'm so. guessing that there's an alarm going off right now somewhere. It's a ghost. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody, from the dogs at Samantha's house. Well, good job. This was super spooky. <laughs> uh, okay, bye. The Reaper will come.